Under the Helmet with Darcy Watergrave. Rally, thanks to Spark Sport. World Rally Championship lives here. Welcome into episode six of the Under the Helmet Rally Podcast. I'm Darcy Watergrave, and our guest for this episode is Shane Van Gisbergen, current leader of the Supercar Series, a man who has won in more classes of cars than I choose to imagine. We're going to see how good he is at skidding under the long white cloud in the upcoming WRC. Can't wait for this chat and to see what he can do on the gravel and the mud. Under the Helmet Rally Podcast with Spark Sport, WRC Repco Rally New Zealand lives here. This is Under the Helmet Rally with Spark Sport. WRC Repco Rally New Zealand lives here. And it's a warm welcome to Shane Van Gisbergen. And Shane Van Gisbergen, of course, more well known for his exploits in the supercars, but he has driven and won in more categories and classes than I care to mention, so I won't bother. The sole focus now is around the World Rally Championship. And Shane, this goes back a wee bit for yourself. Tell us about your first ever memories of rallying. Um, yeah, I remember always going along, lots of um, rally sprints and stuff. Um, I remember Rally New Zealand, um, going to that a few times. can't remember if I watched it the year Dad did it, but um, it was 98 or 97. Um, but then I remember like the early 90s actually going to Toke Park, which was just down the road and standing on or sitting on Dad's shoulders at night, watching the cars through there at Toke Park. That's probably one of my earliest uh racing and memories yes it's watching that and then then of course the special stage in in manukau uh, i remember actually uh i think it was an auckland car club event was at the at the special stage there dad was in the starion and uh possum born was in one of his subies and um yeah they had had the runoff in the final and he beat dad in the final but dad got the got the fastest time at the at the special stage which actually held as a record for years until the last year of it because every year it was wet so dad kept his record but then the wrc cars i think beat him the last year of it but um yeah pretty pretty cool memories lots of memories of rally and and yeah always wanted to have a go myself so why the move to i suppose circuit racing and track racing as opposed to going into rally if you've got a history in that with your father were you tempted to move into the the skidding if you will no i did a lot of um a lot of club stuff when I was younger and motorcars and stuff and little cars and yeah I don't know I don't know why that it ended up going that way or if, I, I don't know I always always wanted to do it but I guess rally's pretty hard to make a career out of it there's probably only three or four guys that are getting paid to race rally cars of that at the moment in top level so yeah it's pretty hard to make a career out of it from New Zealand but um I guess now I've got a chance to do it for a bit of fun and then maybe I'll do more serious in the next couple of years but certainly this year it's just been a lot of fun and something yeah as I said I always wanted to try it now to try it it's a very cool sport. You've got a handful of rallies under your belt now uh, that you've been allowed to go out and do how many rallies have you completed how many days what kind of experiences have you actually got in these cars? Oh so I think I've done four rallies now four rallies Um, first one was the, the Auckland rally at the end of 2020 and then uh, done three or two, one in Australia and two in New Zealand this year in the R5 car. So, yeah, four rallies and um, all, all been pretty good experiences and learning. Um, and, yeah, been getting better and understanding pace notes, I guess. Like, I think, um, I think I can drive the car pretty good. When I learn the road, I can go very fast. But having to do it on the first pass 
for the second pass, it's um, it's a whole nother skill. So I've got I've got a, a lot to learn uh, for what I want from the notes and how to attack from there. So yeah, I need to get my notes better or get the understanding better. Yeah. It's really a case of flushing everything you know, though, isn't it? Because it is such a different sport and rally driving. For a start, you're dealing with, as you said, notes. You've got a co-driver yep. in the car as well. You don't know where you're yep. going. The surfaces are all very different. Where do you start actually trying to relearn what you do on the road? Well, I guess a lot of computer games. Like I play, I played like Colin McRae Rally or Richard Burns Rally all my life. So I have a basic understanding of how it, how it all works and how to process it while you're driving. But yeah, when obviously in in uh, in the real world, there's obviously consequences, but also a lot more detail, and you can you can change things to what you want. So yeah, it's been been a lot of learning. Um, probably my greatest asset is my co-driver Glenn Weston. Like with his experience and working with so many other drivers, he's been able to tell me or guide me of what how other drivers do it and how they describe things and how he thinks is best to get it across to me. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of detail I probably took out at, at the Canberra Rally earlier in the year and because I just didn't think I would be able to process that much. But, yeah, now I've been adding more and more detail in as I go. Is there any bad habits that you picked up from circuit racing that you have to just forget when you get on the mud? Uh, I don't know about bad habits. It's just uh, I think it's a completely different skill set, like, you know, I break with the left foot. I never break with the left foot on the circuit, um, except once, Toyota Series. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's completely different. You're sitting on the other side of the car. You've got someone there with you. Um, and, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's starting from scratch. Yeah. Is it difficult to actually bring someone else into what you do? Because very much as you race, yes, you've got a whole team behind you when it comes to circuit racing, yep. but it's your decision, your time. Whereas this, though, you're sharing the experience with someone else. Was that a difficult step to get into to understand there's actually another? No. No, no it's, it's just it's just like working with an engineer or, or a team. It's just the guy rides with you. And um, you obviously have a very close connection. You prepare together. You do the recce together. And he can feel when I'm making mistakes or get messy. I think I talk a lot to myself. And um, he, he can tell me to be calm or, or start pushing or, you know, whatever, or ask if everything's okay. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing. I guess he has so much feel of what's happening in the attitude of the car. It's um, it's pretty cool. And every time you, every time I make a mistake or lock a brake and it goes quiet, I see his head pop up in my peripherals. It's, it's quite cool to see or feel him go. Oh, what's happening? It's it's uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. We're joined by Shane Van Gisbergen from the Super Cheap Auto Rally Team ahead of WRC here in New Zealand. How did you find Glenn Weston? How did you come to be a partner with him? Yeah, so when the opportunity was coming up to do a rally in New Zealand, sorry, Australia, through Red Bull, um, we we obviously were talking to the team, Race Talk, the Perth-based team, and um, you know I had to get a co-driver in Australia, and I had a, a good co-driver I, I used in New Zealand was Brianna Little, um, but we couldn't fly her across um, with the way the tour um, the the borders were and stuff earlier in the year. Um, so they recommended Glenn, um, obviously his experience. He was retired, so we had to pull him out of retirement. He had done a rally for a couple of years. And, um, yeah, he's been keen to come along for the experience and, and do it for a bit of fun again. So, 
yeah, it's been, been cool to have them along. Comparing driving styles, it's probably a very hard thing to do because you've pedaled so many different cars, open wheelers, and, and you've even yeah. been around the dirt track as well, haven't you? Racing speedway cars, you've raced IMSA cars, 24-hour cars, the like. What's the, the style requirement like, do you think, between what you do on the track, say, in supercars, and what you need to do in the rally car? Is there any comparables there at all? Uh, I'm still figuring it out. Like, sometimes I drive straight sometimes i've been loose or pushing like i'm just freestyling it and and learning as i go like it's it's a very dis- different discipline i don't know what i need to do with whatever tires what stage of the life the tires are at what the surface is like I, i'm still learning a lot so i don't really know the answer to that what about success? You're a very uh, driven individual. You love success. You love winning. That's why you're there. In, in a one-off event like this, uh, running in that um, Fabia car in the Rally 2, what do you look toward the end of the rally to say, yeah, that actually worked for me? What are your parameters around success, Shane? Finishing. <laughs> and not doing too much damage. Uh, I just want to finish. That's all. That's all my goal is, yeah. Your relationship with Triple Eight around getting into this car, obviously you're very valuable to them and uh, winning the championship so far, doing very, very well. How does that relationship work with you getting in a rally car? Um, I think they, I know, and then obviously Jamie knows uh, being a driver as well. The more time you can spend driving something, keeping your brain active, the better you're going to be. Like, uh, I like racing in Europe and, GT, doing all this other stuff because it just keeps your brain active. You learn other teams, you learn other people, you're always thinking. Um, and rally, like, it's a completely different skill set, learning a whole different discipline, different type of people of how they work. You're just adding to the experience break, uh, experience um, that I have. So just getting better and better. And, like, the feeling you get from driving a rally car, you just feel so alive. Like, your senses are, are going crazy trying to understand you know, probably because I'm learning, I'm not relaxed yet. I'm still, like, my brain is fried every day I'm in a rally car because I'm just absorbing so much. And I think that makes me a better driver overall because I'm just, you know, I just keep learning, keep staying active, and, yeah, it's always always something to learn and get better at. The team is huge, hugely instrumental in all forms of motorsport. How much work are you yep. doing around the preparation of this car and, and all of that, I suppose, extraneous work? What kind of involvement have you got with that in the lead-up to this rally? Yeah, so not much mechanical stuff. I don't want stuff to fall off the <laughs> car. But, um, yeah, it's it's been at my dad's place. Obviously, the team is Perth-based. So in between rallies, it stays at, at dad's place. Or it's been on display, actually, at um, Giltrap Skoda. Looked awesome in the in the showroom there, um, but yeah, it's been staying at home at Dad's. The guys come and prepare it, and I've just been trying to prepare as much as I can with the, the stage notes and videos, and just trying to watch as many other onboards as I can from other people's experiences on the rally. And you know, you pick up so much just from watching videos. So yeah, I'm just trying to be a student of the sport, I guess. How much does it mean to you to be performing in a rally car at this level at home, in your own backyard, essentially? Yeah, like it's something you, I dreamed of. When I knew the rally was coming back, 2020, I just wanted to watch it. Then obviously that got cancelled. But um, uh, just this year, I just wanted to take part. I just wanted to be in the event and then how much hype was around it, how world-renowned the roads are in New Zealand, you know, and obviously got a taste of them with the Far North Rally in Hawke's Bay. Like the roads there are amazing compared to what I 
experienced in Australia. So, yeah, I just want to be there at some of the most famous stages with um, Tiakau and then also uh, Whangau Coast on the first day. Oh, yeah, and then finishing at Jack's Ridge, which which I know. So, yeah, it should, should be pretty cool. I'm glad you touched on Jack's Ridge. One last thing, Shane, and thanks very much for your time and all your preparation and taking the time for us here. Jack's Ridge, you won last year. Um, extraordinary yeah. oh, what a place that is I don't know if you've been back and seen the uh, remodeled Jack's Ridge it is one of the most incredible places to watch a rally that it's going to be so much fun to drive what a what a great thing the Hawkshaw crew have done there yeah and and the event they had was massive like I, I couldn't believe how many people went and watched rally cars that day it was sold out for whatever limits they had with COVID but then also the the theatre style of um the layout like all the crowd up on the bank and the and the track below them with the jump and yeah and from what i hear now it's even bigger and better um we did that road as well in the Auckland rally out the back where it finishes and it's a cool bit of road as well so i know that one that'll that'll certainly help being familiar with it but um yeah i think what they've done and how the event's going to finish on the sunday with the huge crowds it's going to be great under the helmet rally Lifting the lid on the World Rally Championship, thanks to Spark Sport, WRC lives here. Cool, calm, collected and very focused. That's Shane Van Gisberg and a man we're all very much looking forward to see perform in the upcoming WRC. Under the Helmet Rally podcast with Spark Sport. WRC Repco Rally New Zealand lives here.